0: Victor continued his trek west on Government Street, walking down the middle of the road through the chilly afternoon. He killed every zombie he came across, hoping to find one of them carrying keys, but he had no such luck. There were keys in the pockets of three zombies, but according to the panic buttons on the key fobs, none of the zombies were anywhere near their cars. Every half block he pushed the panic button on each keychain, As he walked, it was increasingly harder to stay busy, and staying busy was how he avoided thinking. The rain hadn't let up a bit all day. Victor was frozen through and through. Every step elevated the misery of this whole trip. After several hours of walking, he was starving, and in spite of all the water soaking his skin, he was very thirsty. It was getting late. He knew he was going to have to find a house and a vehicle soon, At the corner of Roper and Government, he noticed a bed and breakfast that looked inviting. He stopped walking for a second in the middle of the street, standing in the rain looking stupidly at the building on the left. It was an antebellum mansion. Old-growth trees surrounded the property, all with Spanish moss hanging from the leafless limbs. As he stared, he realized that he hadn't eaten in almost twenty-four hours. The front door was closed and there was a new-looking Ford Ranger pickup truck in the parking area. Victor walked up the three brick steps onto the wooden porch and knocked on the door. Not out of any sense of habit, but because it usually drew the zombies and a door was a nice bottleneck. It was the easiest place to dispatch the former inhabitants. As he stood at the red painted extra-wide front door of the house, looking through the antique glass sidelights, he caught movement inside the house. A chair scraped against the floor, and Victor heard a single, slow pair of footfalls coming towards the door. He stepped to the side and drew his hatchet. To his surprise, he heard the deadbolt click in the door. Oh, a super, he thought. This might be entertaining. But that thought didn't ring true. Something wasn't right. A super wouldn't just come to the door. He switched to Oraview, and was surprised to see a rainbow of swirling color through the door. "Hello!" he called out. The ancient door opened wide with a creak. The shortest, oldest woman Victor may have ever seen stood in the doorway. Her pure white hair was clean and stood straight out from her head. Most of it was partially tamed by a large paisley scarf. "Oh look, Leland! We have a guest." We haven't had a guest in so long. Come in, come in. Did you have a reservation? What's your name? Victor Tukes, ma'am. I don't have a reservation, and I'm afraid I don't have much in the way of money. Would you be willing to trade some work for a room for the night and a hot meal? I'm pretty handy. Come in, come in before you catch your death of cold, she said. Leland, we have a guest, she yelled loud enough to wake the dead which, it occurred to Victor, wasn't very loud these days. Victor stepped into the wood-paneled foyer. It was not that terrible seventies wood-paneling, but actually real wood. The detail and craftsmanship of the woodwork in the house would rival even Marshall's woodworking skills. On the floor, an antique oriental rug matched the wall color,